The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Okay, I think we're all set. So, hi everyone. Um, you all know me, Jay, the Neighborhood Activator. So, thank you for joining us uh, this week leading up to our monthly board meeting, uh, neighborhood meeting over at Station 5. Um, I have Christina Anderson, who is our city planner for the city of Kamazoo. And then um, I'm not sure if all of you were at the uh, presentation that was held at Station 5 that Matt organized with. Um, Katie from Building Blocks to present on what Building Blocks uh, do, but we have Katie, who is the executive director of Building Blocks here with us, um, and we thought it would be great to just go over um, upcoming projects that um, are available to the Douglas neighborhood to pursue in the spring uh, with Building Blocks and uh, funded by the city and K College. And if you had any questions, because I know we've discussed this um, the last few meetings and wanted to just clarify any questions that were had or go through any of the details for the project um, that you want. So hi, everybody. I'm, I am Christina Anderson, and I'm not sure I've met um, George, Lindsay, or Maria. So it's really nice to meet you. Um, I have met Cordelia before, and I know Matt. Um, so what I, um, as Jay said, I, I think many of you know uh, some details about uh, this opportunity. Um, kind of wanted to give a little more information and then answer any questions that you have. Um, the city and K College have been um, trying to find ways that we can partner, uh, particularly to get uh, students out in neighborhoods, to strengthen the college's relationship with its adjacent neighborhoods, um, and uh, um, had this opportunity that kind of came together uh, for uh, some extra capacity for Jay uh, and potentially for building blocks uh, to do work in the Douglas neighborhood, uh, part of the neighborhood plan work that you guys have already started to talk about, community organizing to build your, uh, build your organization um, and strengthen the roots throughout the whole neighborhood, um, and then opportunity for uh, um, building blocks to work in Douglas, I think for the first time, maybe not the first time ever, but for certainly in a long time. Um, so kind of what that could look like is the city has requested funding um, from the Foundation for Excellence um, to um, have building, to, to give building blocks the opportunity to do one or two sites, hopefully two sites in Douglas next year. And um, I know that some of you uh, had the opportunity to hear Katie's great um, presentation on building blocks and how it works. And, um, you know, if everything aligns, um, you know, you would be working directly with Katie uh, to go through the building blocks process, pick your sites, you know, figure out your resident organizers, all the things that Katie and building blocks can help you do um, the, you know, it would just be that the funding would be coming from the city for this for these opportunities. The part that where K College comes in is um, Laura Lamb. I don't know if any of you guys know Laura Lamb. She is the, yep, I see some thumbs up. Laura and I are gonna be co-teaching a class at Kalamazoo College 
this winter on community organizing and cities. Um, to, and hopefully we'll be able to recruit students from this course uh, to be an intern for Jay to kind of give her extra capacity for doing neighborhood events this spring and into the summer, um, as well as potentially working for building blocks um, to do, uh, you know, to one or two on a site to give capacity, depending on how that works out on Katie's end. Um, and so, you know, K College uh, is providing funds um, to uh, for the course to get students ready for that work. Um, and, um, the course itself will have some community members who come in and speak to us and we want to make sure that we're rewarded uh, that we're compensating them for coming into the class so that you know K college has some funds to 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 pay uh, community members to come in and speak. And so those are kind of the two pieces right it's uh, a capacity building opportunity, uh, particularly for the city and Jay and organizing events. Um, and, um, and of course, getting building blocks the opportunity to work in a neighborhood. Katie, has, has there ever historically been a Douglas site, or maybe it's been a long time? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Um, if it has been a, if it, if there was a site, it was uh, quite some time ago. I, I believe when I presented, someone had pictures from um, Blakesley had some students working. So um, we have some photograph evidence that um, Building Blocks was in Douglas at one point, but it's been quite some time. Great. And, uh, you know, for the for from our understanding that this will follow the same process that other building block sites do so application um, would be submitted in December for building blocks to review and start, you know, preparing for those sites. Um, and so Douglas Neighborhood Association would be the group that would prepare the application and submit to building blocks and you guys would select the sites and then, you know, currently some of the other work. A separate but is relevant to this is us doing the neighborhood out, outreach survey and doing some events before that so you guys can connect with even more neighbors in the Douglas neighborhood so that might even help you further. Um, you know, look at the streets within the neighborhood and and help you identify those streets you want to um, apply for in December. George, I saw you wave. Raising yeah, hand. I, I think you're right about the Blakely. Long, long time ago, there was a professor at K by the name of Kim Cummings. We are well acquainted in, with Kim. I, yeah. He was big in building blocks. And he had a connection to the Quaker meeting as well. So I'm pretty sure there was a project, but it was a long time ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked about that um, at the board meeting. Um, Kim is the founder of Building Blocks, um, and he is still an active board member and community organizer. So he is still very energized and still um, working very hard um, on behalf of Building Blocks. So we're here. So we want to kind of lay that out for you. Obviously, you know, ultimately, you all decide, you know, how you want to do your neighborhood organizing uh, with Jay as neighborhood activator. You all decide how you want to go forward with building blocks. Um, and you know, Katie has already talked to many of you about the application process and timeline and what it looks like. Um, we're we wanted to kind of pause here, give you this information, answer any questions that you have. Um, uh, you know, as you start to think about about this work. Um, and so we can kind of help to, you know, also be thinking about things and preparing. 
And Katie, please, if there's something you want to talk about, yeah. building blocks. Yeah, All happy to clarify. And just like apology, we are doing ring camera support sessions at our office, a, a task that we've taken on on behalf of the city. Um, and um, there is an urgent need to get these ring cameras. And so we are trying to get them installed as fast as possible. And ring is a very complicated um, company to work with, it turns out. So there's lots of technology needs. So I apologize for being a little distracted. Um, sure. I I originally um, received information from residents um, in Douglas that they were interested in um, getting building blocks on their sites. Um, I then um, received information from Christina saying that they were interested in this partnership. Um, it seemed like a good time for me to come to the Douglas board and present. And I did a little PowerPoint. I really appreciated that time in the board meeting. Um, I felt a lot of energy from the board, a lot of interest in selecting sites and in in submitting an application for that. Um, I then received a little bit of confusion um, and information that, um, that the board would not be submitting the applications because they thought that this was gonna be something that was selected by the city. And so I think we were just having this meeting to really just clarify everything that we are still very interested in working with you on those applications. Um, we only want to be in your neighborhood if you want us in your neighborhood. Um, we, are, we, we'll, we will not force ourselves um, in any neighborhood. That is not our model or our philosophy ever. Um, and so we hope that I hope that I get to work with you and that you um, consider applying for building blocks and consider this opportunity um, that is kind of a trifecta between the college and the city and building blocks. I think it could be a really cool thing. Um, if you continue to kind of maintain that decision that you're not interested in applying for building blocks, our only other hope in getting into the Douglas neighborhood into the spring is that other residents would apply on behalf of their block. That's 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 the only way that we are ever on blocks. Um, and so I just wanted to clarify that. And I think the urgency between by having this meeting is, um, is that we hope you do. We want to be there and we want to work with you. Um, and we want you to lead the effort um, in helping us select the site so that we can start with two and do two more or three more in 2024 and 2025. And, and y'all can start being part of our block action groups where we stay on, um, maintain an ongoing commitment. Um, and we want to get solar lights all over your neighborhood if you want them, because that's what we're seeing in other neighborhoods. So um, we're excited. We think this is a great step into the neighborhood. But again, like, I only want to, um, to keep put like pushing on this if it's something that you all will think is a value add to your neighborhood, because you are the leaders um, and the decision makers of your neighborhood. Right. So if I can jump in here for a minute. Also, I apologize, Katie, I did not get to meet you at the last meeting. I think I was in Spain at the time, but um, I haven't been at a few of the meetings. Yeah, it's a tough month. Um, I think there was just some confusion. And again, we you know have been a few years of building up, coming back down, building up, coming back down of, of kind of who would be involved in what the messages that were sent. So I think it's clear there is not an application that has been submitted yet. And if an application is done, it would be done by our board. Um, I'm looking at your site right now, and it doesn't look like there's deadlines per se to this. Is there like a deadline of application that we should be looking at? Yep, the deadline is December 1st, but like okay. I said to the board, we can be flexible on that if you need more time, but we know you're interested. Um, the December 1st is, is for us to start making our budget for the following year, but we know that okay. the city is 
potentially going to that they, they are going to commit funding to this if you all decide to do this. Um, and so, um, yeah, so December 1st is the deadline, but there have been other neighborhoods where we have had to just do more community engagement and get more into January and February before we selected sites. And, and, and we will be flexible and responsive to that to set you up for success. It's, it's not like if we don't get it by December 1st, we're gonna be like, no. <laughs> right, so other questions, participation of at least eight households, that eight household altogether or eight households in the entire project um, like so right now we're very pieced together and spread apart so if it's right. like eight households in one block we don't know eight people eight households right. in one block and and Lindsay I would be happy to send you the powerpoint that I did thank I you probably yes. think we need yep. some more updates on our website because we've actually kind of made some changes since some, okay. some of those updates are um but what I can tell you is that what we are interested in is doing two potentially two sites two blocks. Um, and I think the streets that have been named most the most is Blakesley um, and Alamo. Doesn't have to be them, but those have been two streets that have um, been on my radar. Um, and basically, the ultimate goal is eight houses. Um, but we have created a um, like a funding like so eight houses would receive a block funding of $4,500. If you have a little bit of less houses, you have a little bit of less funding. If you have a little bit more houses, you have a little bit more funding. And that's us just trying to be more equitable because we have some streets right. that'll get like 15 houses. And then we have some that'll get five and them having the same block funding was really unequitable, particularly what we're noticing in um, certain neighborhoods. We're just recruiting so much better. So we don't want to make their budget such a strain. Um, so eight is kind of the traditional building blocks like goal. But again, we, we just accommodate, you just get less funding if you, if you don't get to eight and that's, that's, and that has worked well. Okay. Um, yes. The PowerPoint would be helpful as I'm coming in kind of, and again, I, I wasn't at the, the last meeting, so I can't speak to Maria. I don't know if you kind of the, the opinions of the board as far as moving forward with an application, but my thought would be that now it's clear that there wasn't one already submitted to building blocks by the city, which was just a misunderstanding, maybe on my part, I'm not sure, that we would move forward with it. Maria, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think we were all down on participating. Um, and I think um, a question that I had was what kind of commitments do we need by the December 1st application from the board and the neighborhood? Um, like, do we need those eight households committed already, or do we need, or does it give us time to when we hear about the funding? Or how does that go? It's a great question. It's a great question. Um, one new addition to the building blocks application is that we do ask that you get at least three residents from the block that you are applying for interested in the block because our data is showing that when residents are um, it, like planning for it, excited about it, like part of the application, um, it assists with us meeting the mission of recruiting more residents um, versus residents just being like, I didn't even know this was coming and this is kind of just happening at me and I don't have time, you know? So um, we are asking for at least three resident signatures on the application. Um, basically um, saying that they're they're interested in it. So that would be part of it. Um, the idea is that the resident facilitators um, that are selected, which was something else that we talked about. Um, sorry, I'll just finish that sentence before I go over there. Um, is that, uh, what was the sentence? <laughs> um, is the resident facilitators would basically be responsible for recruiting 
the, the rest of the households as part of the community engagement in the spring. Um, that was the other thing we talked about at the board meeting. So the next steps for the board could would be or could be if what whatever you all choose is to apply for the two blocks and also start um, selecting resident facilitators. That is traditionally what other neighborhood associations do. Um, so that's that model works well. Um, so you all would also be able to. And I know that Jay has a survey she's putting together, and she's been um, you know working on getting some information about building blocks to potentially start um, seeking. Um, folks, Douglas residents that would be interested in those positions. Um, and, and you all may know someone um, on some of the blocks. I, I would just say one thing about that is um, we have two per site and having someone that like is a people person and attention to details, like kind of the organizer is a really good skill set. And then a handy person that has a little bit of experience with some projects, like that really is like the best combo. It's not like a must, you know, but like that's a really helpful um, um, to, to really set the site up for success. Katie, can I ask you a question? If um, when a neighborhood comes and they have, they have their three or however many folks sign on to the original application. Do, have you ever done, I know you do a really in-depth um, resident training, uh, resident leader training when, with, your, with, the, with the neighborhood resident leaders who get selected, but is there, have you, for the group is trying to figure out how they start to engage more than their, their minimum or more than their three to kind of build support. Um, have, has it ever, I'm, I'm not speaking very clearly, have other neighborhoods, ever, do they have tips? Like, you know, you know, Eastside who's so skilled in this, you know, do, are there resident leaders that can come and be like, oh guys, you know, here's how we did it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I, it's a great question. And I'm gonna, I'll give you a couple answers. So as soon as we know what the sites are, what we will actually do is send out postcards because what we find is that having a couple touch points of advertisement around the program, um, is helpful. It also makes it be like, why? Like, is this a for real thing? Is this like, what is this like, like fake? You know, so they will get like an official postcard that says your site's been selected, perhaps by the Douglas Neighborhood Association. Um, you can expect resident facilitators to be outdoor knocking in the month of this. And so they already are getting like that heads up. Um, and then we work with the resident facilitators and we give them like, here's flyer templates that we have found work. A lot of our Neighborhood Leader Academy is really about it's more of a cohort um, of shared best practices um, because some resident facilitators once they kind of sip the kool-aid they actually come back every year and and you see that in east side we have the same resident facilitators every year so they and after you do it the first year it just becomes a smoother process um, and, and we provide a, a returner bonus for facilitators that come back who were successful that um, come back the follow that will come back the following year so we kind of provide a financial incentive because we do see um, that that really is a value add to, to the program. Does that answer, Christina, maybe a little bit of what you're trying to yeah. say? Okay. And um, if you guys remember, you know, at the beginning when we were, when you guys were um, just first started meeting, you guys were talking about ways to get out in the neighborhood and figure out how to reach people so that you can promote these events and make sure people know that you're out here doing things. So one of the ideas that was brought up was a survey. And so last meeting, you know, it was asked, does the board want to create the survey? Do they need help? Do they have capacity to do that? And so what was decided was 
there was not capacity to do it. They would love the city to put it together for them for you guys to review. And then we shared that draft with you all. You'll see it in, in the section where it asks about what kind of events or opportunities um, would you be interested in getting more information about. We do include building block sites. Um, so people can select that. And we also include a link to their website. So if people aren't familiar with building blocks or what they do, they can click on that to learn. And then we also provide even additional information around becoming a resident uh, facilitator in the survey. So then you guys, as we discussed last meeting, can have a running list of people that have expressed interest. And that can give you a good start on figuring out where in Douglas and who, you know, might be interested in being a part of your projects in the spring. And that might help you guys figure out which streets you actually want to do based on the interest that you've seen so far when you, when you fill out your application for December. I also, I have had a couple Douglas residents that have reached out um, over the last couple of years and we keep like a resident interest log. Um, Matt Lakel has been my point of contact. So I've been kind of emailing him things. So he has that list. He has the site application. He, um, I, and so I, it, Jay, maybe if I just respond to this email from this with that, you know, with the application, with the PowerPoint, um, with that list, is that, is that, would that get to everybody? I think it'll get to everyone. Um, okay. And then also, Lindsay, I don't know if I have access to upload things to the Google Drive, but maybe that might be a good spot for people to access those items too. Or even, you know, in the future, if there's turnover on the board, like we have those files there for people to access. Yeah. That makes sense. Sorry, I'm just opening the Google Drive right now. So yeah, I think Katie, if you just send it, so then everybody, we just know, yeah. I don't know if Matt sent it out to the board um, or not, but we'll have it on Honestly, the email I'm, now. I'm and... searching through emails right now and all I'm finding is a lot of email chains. So I would suggest we start a new one with the new information because there's a lot of email chains that turned into a lot of different other conversations and things. And so I just worry yeah. that somebody's it's not gonna get read. I say we start a new one specifically just to discuss this, yep. everything else. And I think, Maria, again, correct me if I'm wrong, as, um, but that will be meeting in what, a week and a half? And uh, that will probably be the next time that we can all speak in person about the plan. I'm curious, and again, if this was in the PowerPoint or you talked about this last month, let me know. The, um, just the identification of the sites, was there a reasoning behind Blakesley and Alamo? Um, how do you identify sites? Are there building blocks consultants or place it or like, you know, AKA you or anybody that comes into a neighborhood and says like, oh, this could be one, this could be, you know what I mean? Cause I can yeah. think of a lot of things, but I just, you know, I don't know what big of a wand I get, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a little bit of guidance on our site application around like a block that has this many homeowners, um, you know, or if it's a high rental block, it's probably worth having a lot, like having multiple blocks on a site you know so we put a little bit of like guidance around that um we don't do any kind of like consulting beyond like um you know where you should go generally the the neighborhood associations kind of have an idea um okay. it, but the other thing is that in a lot of the neighborhoods our neighborhood associations don't apply for building blocks residents apply themselves and so that option is still there um okay. you know so i i would say um Blakesley and alamo um 
because we've received um, resident interest from them. They've, we've just gotten calls to say, hey, how, how can I get building blocks on my site? So that's just some, that's why those have been on our radar. And that seemed to be consistent with what the board was thinking um, when I last, last meeting that I was there. Katie, are there characteristics that make certain blocks more likely to be successful than other, other than people? I mean, just the, the people themselves? Um, yeah, I mean, I think like um, we find that our program is most effective when we have high homeowner um, populations. Um, it doesn't mean that like renters are more than welcome to participate. We do need to get permission from landlords. So it's like an extra step, but most landlords are, are fine with <laughs> getting improvements on their properties. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and there's you know, there's that, there's, that's its own, that's its own thing too, to think about. Um, but so we do find that um, the neighborhoods that have high um, owner, homeowner um, ownership um, is um, our neighborhood where the program is more successful. Um, I um, Does it matter if the block has, should it have residential on both sides or, you know, if one side is I don't know, commercial and the other side is residential. Does that matter? Does it need to be like a complete block or is that not important? Um, no, I mean, I, and it might be a couple, like we might just kind of have to feel out Douglas a little bit, you know, like that's like the thing, like in, in the north side, our recruitment is so high that we actually can go on smaller sections of blocks. Um, we would never do that in the vine. We, we need big sites in the vine for us to get lots of participants, you know, so it, um, and, 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 but that just kind of came from experience. Um, so, I mean, I would say like if, if it's areas where a lot of students live, that's very hard um, because um, that is very temporary housing. Um, and so we're not necessarily going to get a lot of um, students to, to like put in the time um, for the program. So, I mean, I would say like looking at where there's a lot of home ownership, where there's leaders, like where are there residents that like really care about enhancing their neighborhoods. They're coming to your board meetings, they're filling out your surveys, they're making calls, you know, like um, I think the, that's great. We rely heavily on like this program working because um, residents want to take the initiative and they, they want this, they want their neighborhood to enhance. They want the streets to get those, those projects um, um, and those beautification projects. Um, it's all exterior home improvement and beautification projects. I, I wanted to clarify too, Lindsay, since I know you probably yeah, didn't hear no, that. Well. <laughs> yeah, I no, knew, I knew that point. I was curious though, if you've had any experiences and this is just thinking of the neighborhood, where they identify like problem areas, you know, and that maybe those problem areas though involves bringing in the landlord or the owner of that home to just agree to have it done. Um, or if you find that those are unsuccessful because the actual landlord or homeowner, you know, we have slumlords in our, in our neighborhood. We definitely have areas that are taken care of a lot better than others. And so I was just wondering as we identify those, do you find that people tend to gravitate more towards what they identify as the problem areas or just more on people who are interested in being involved at their site? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I think that okay. like a lot of our sites are kind of like a combination of both. Like you have yeah. homeowners that are really invested in taking care of their homes, but they might live, be living next door to a home that isn't well taken care of. Right, so that's idea. what I'm thinking, I'm thinking yeah. of that type of scenario. Yeah, you know, so I think that that's really helpful, you know, um, 
yeah, like, and, and, and the needs is not necessarily a bad thing because sometimes like residents are like, I really need this porch fix. It's a safety hazard for me. So I'll go to whatever meeting to, to make this happen, even if I'm not right. exactly clear what the mission is here. Um, you know, it gets people to the door. So I, I, um, I guess it's, um, I, I've seen it be successful in both ways. I, I find that actually where we are least successful is residents that are like, I don't need that, give it to someone else. I don't need to participate. Um, and, and that's where we actually run into problems where people are kind of like, I don't want to participate because I want someone else to get that. But the problem with that is that they're not going to get it unless everyone, you know, like we got to like, the purpose is to come together and participate. And those that are in that type of situation where they don't necessarily want or need projects can still participate. Like you don't have to get a project done on your house to participate, but you do have to be part of that group and, and assist on those work days. Um, and so that's kind of a big um, misdemeanor or not mis misunderstanding as well is that um, like you have to need a project done in order to be part of this. Okay. I would say this is our first time in Douglas. I would go with the sites that you feel like we have enough residents that are really motivated here that like yeah. are, yeah, like that have that little fire in their belly. Like that's, I mean, I would start there. And then, cause that the thing is once those building block signs go up people are gonna start asking more questions and people, and it's like this ripple effect. That's what we're seeing in other neighborhoods. We just had to start like with a core you know, site and maybe one site is super successful. And then another site we learn a million things from but then we know and we come back to the drawing board a, a year from now um, and, and say, hey, what worked, what didn't work and, and what's our best next step here. And with the pumpkin painting event that you guys have planned for this month, you could also have information available there for families. Um, so you can even talk with them in person about the opportunity, have a sign-up sheet. Um, and then I think if you get any results from the survey that you know specifically indicates interest around being a resident facilitator or just interest in the building block project sites. Um, you guys have that to go off of and you'll have all of that captured um, well before the December 1st deadline for that to help the, you think about. Because the survey is coming out when? You still working um, on that? So, well, we heard feedback maybe from one or two people. So it would be great to hear from the whole board. Um, and then what we discussed last um, board meeting to not delay this right is to hear feedback prior to the board meeting and then have that final version ready to share at the board meeting um, for you guys to let us know if it's good to go to launch if you guys think it's good to go to launch now we can certainly launch it before but just wanted to give you guys an opportunity for you to re review your survey and let us know if it works for you yeah send We're out gonna go with silence means consent so <laughs> all right george <laughs> <laughs> And I would not get hyped up on the December 1st deadline. We always pick our Northside sites after that deadline. And they okay. are the, the highest recruited sites that we have. So, so what I need to know from the board is, are y'all interested or are you not? Because then if you're interested, but you need more time to figure out sites and figure stuff out, that's cool. We're here. But what I want to know is if you're like, we are not interested, then that helps me know what our next steps need to be around um, what we do with this opportunity. Um, but I hope you're interested <laughs> and um, you got, yeah, think you, of this opportunity. There are three board members sitting here. Yes, we're interested. Yes. Yay. Yes. All right. Yeah. So then don't right. worry about December 1st. You all yeah. just get back to we me when you're ready. Awesome.
Maria, yeah, I, I think... just want to confirm we couldn't see you or hear you. You're 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 our third yay. Oh, that's okay. I will say I think you know at the last meeting when it was brought up, I saw everybody's faces and they all seemed very excited. Cordelia was a really big fan. I'm sad she wasn't able to join us on the call, but I mean, she was really excited to see the work be done. So yes, she is. So thank yeah, you, George. We're in. We're in. And it's cool to, that to have students. We've had some great success with students on sites. It's going to help us get more projects done. If y'all want gravel projects done, those are great for students because <laughs> they are young and they've got young backs. Um, so, and, and, and as we are working with resident facilitators, those are the kinds of things we'll talk about. Installing doors, not a great community project. You need one person who knows what they're doing. Graveling driveways, you could the more people, the better. You know, so those are the kinds of things that we'll be talking about um, with the group, with the facilitators as they're working to create a budget and create a pop project plan for that specific blocker site. Katie, awesome. with the uh, with the presentation you shared, does that include visuals of some of the projects that could be done? Because I think you know, like the solar lights um, was really interesting. Uh, was happy to volunteer on the north side thank you you know over the weekend with that project and but i'm just thinking to help them kind of figure out what the actual project might look like um did did it include those examples um i can go back and check i can definitely include examples um my vision for building blocks we've, we've done this with lighting and safety because we know that's a big priority um is having like one pagers that have projects that are just like here's the item number here's the cost here's the here's all the supplies that you need um and so i i don't have that but I have that for solar lights. I have that for rings. I have that for um, spotlight cameras. Some of the things that we know are high demands on sites. Um, but I would love to like get to a place with building blocks where we have even more of that, that we're just almost providing you a booklet. And it's like, you know, three of this and four of that. And the rest of our budget, we want to beautify with flowers or something like that to make it a little bit easier. Um, but that's, that's something we're working towards at building blocks. But we have a great relationship with Lowe's. We've got um, Carlos is our dude. Um, they provide us a 25% discount on all of our purchases, um, tax exempt. Um, and, and he's really good to work with. He's really part of this mission. Um, and so um, that, that's a perk. You don't have to buy your supplies there, but um, that, that does give, that helps you be able to get more projects done. But that's all we go through, all of that with the facilitators. The, the, the veteran facilitators will be talking about projects that went really well on their streets, you know, and, and we'll be talking about that as well. I can also, I think what I did share um, in that presentation is was our 2021 accomplishments, which is a really nice graphic that shows exactly all the different projects we did in 2021. Um, my goal is to have something like that by the end of the month for 2022 as well, but I can definitely give you 2021, like, and it, and it's real readable too. It's not like a chapter book or anything. Okay. Katie, I'm going to shift subjects for a minute. And then actually, I'm sorry, you guys, I have to take off. Um, uh, did you do, uh, we had gotten the ring application since you brought that up and you're involved. But we're never, I was never able to put it on any of our like social media sites or anything, which you might be like right now with everything, please don't put it on your social media sites. But if you wanted that, is there like a link or some way? Sorry, I, I, sorry, one more time. Applying for the ring site. 
something? Yeah. Is there a link or something you could send me that I can put on our social media sites? Because right now um, so, all I have is the application. Yep. All we had is the application. Um, okay. And we are, I mean, I don't even know how many we'll have after I get off of this call, but we were sitting at 175 out of our 200 um, app rings that we okay. have. Um, all right. So we are likely going to um, close the application for no the year um, on Monday. Um, okay. Then I won't worry about it. Residents can totally put that in their budget. And it's one of the reasons that we even took this on was because this was such a hot desired project. And so it was really great to go back to building block sites and be like, you don't have to make this a building blocks project because we actually have an alternative um, like funding source to be able to, to get you a ring thanks to the city. So um, that might be something that we do next year, depending on um, how we reflect on this experience this year. Yep. Okay. Does anybody else have any other questions for us? Great. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to be at the next meeting with Zach Dumont because Jay will be out of town. Um, so if other questions come up or other board members have questions, I'm happy to answer those. Yeah, and I owe you an email. So with all of this information, probably not tonight, but I will get it to you very, very soon. Um, and um, feel free to reach out with questions. Um, you know, we, I will, we wanna work together. We wanna be collaborative. And um, this, we, we, will, we will learn Douglas and learn what this Building Blocks Douglas relationship looks like and, um, and hopefully can be a long-term sustainable partnership. Very good. Thank you. Nice to meet you all. Have a yes, good evening. Yes, you as well. Thank you. Say hi to Laura for me. I will, George. Thank you. Thank you. I'll say hi to Kim for you too, George. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Bye. Bye-bye.